Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Anna Bob Show, number 131. Good morning. Good morning. We talked all night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. To stay up late. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. to you. Hey, Mr. Brantley, how you doing, sir? Buddy, I'm doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Glad to be here. It's another one of the Ed and Bob shows. I'm Bob. He is Ed, and I am. Mr. Brantley kicked us off there, and our little song, and that was always fun. So number 131. We're moving along here. Wow. Yeah, no. So all good. The first of May, or you know, first week of May, and we're glad to be back on the air. How are you been doing? I've been doing well, and uh, you know. About the same thing, just enjoying the day every day and getting out and walking a little, having lunch here and there, and just uh, just having a good time. You Not know, working. The, uh, uh, well, I'm just glad that the um, you know the weather's been fine lately. Yeah, I mean, we've had some cooler nights here and there, but all in all, it's been really nice. And I like this time of year. I mean, I like the fall when football season starts a lot. That kind of time, you know. But this is probably my second most favorite time where it's starting to warm up, but it's not crazy. But you got all these beautiful trees and blooms and things that are you haven't seen in so long. You know, I've been, you know and I've been sneezing all day. I have too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pollen oh, God. has to be unbelievable. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's yeah, all over my true. patio. Yeah, I know in the cars and everything. Yeah, my patio's yellow. I got I got to power wash it off a little bit or something, and get it back to normal and stuff like that. So, but that's what comes with spring, and spring is sprung. And and Ed, can I say that this is maybe the first show we've done that I feel like things are getting back to normal? Am I wrong? Uh, no, you're right. I I saw the other day where. The Knox County mayor released the, the mask ordinance, and the governor did too, you know, the mandate to wear a mask every day. But now, you know, and but it, then it, it, before, the, before the next day, it already turned around. Like uh, school people said, well, children have to wear a mask. And, then, and, and the CDC recognized or said that, recommended that children wear masks outside. And, it, and so now when you get, the bad thing is when you go out someplace, not everyone is mandatory mask, so you don't really know until you open the door. So well, you know, here's you a, know, I, I, yeah, exactly. And and I didn't know that about the schools because that sounds or outside. That's just weird, especially with kids. Kids mm -hmm. seem to be the most resilient. But here's the thing: I really, you know, Bill Lee. Not going to go down the history as one of my favorite Tennessee governors, but Bill Lee said something I thought. I had never looked at it that way. He said there is a vaccine readily available for anybody that wants one. So we we don't punish the people that have gotten them with rules um, when they, you know they're they're vac if people are vaccinated and the other people don't want one. Well, that's their damn problem. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's that's not what they're doing because you know then you have these these uh, bureaucrats of public health and schools and businesses and all that that 
that are not going to go along with that. I mean, they're just not going to go along with it. And I, I know there's there's some restaurants and uh, places that still require masks. I went to Weigel's the other day and they still require masks. So I, I don't, you know, I don't get it. it, it well, if you, you know, can be vaccinated and you've been vaccinated and you're good to go, you shouldn't be punished because of the others is what I basically agree. was trying to say. I and I, and yeah. I, I really, once I read that, that's why I really said, wait a minute. I don't want to be punished because the other people are idiots. I'm not going to get it. I've got a vaccine. I, I went through the vaccine. I got all that stuff done. So, yeah. all right, let's move along and get some news going, Ed. Uh, what do you got all in right. news, sir? Texas uh, Taxes are day, uh, due on May 17th. Oh, gosh. I know. But, it, yeah. you know, that's the... Now, people, if you don't understand and you haven't filed your taxes, you didn't have to do it on April 15th. It's moved no. to May 17th. But yeah. you got to get it done then, right? Yeah. And also, I think there's going to be another round of stimulus money coming you know i i, I haven't really gotten any so. this will be the this will be the the uh i think this is this will be the fourth round right if they do this one right you know how many checks i've gotten how many one well that's that's see, it I've gotten, well I, I think i've gotten two i've got uh, one i, I, I I went to that website, the IRS website, to check to see if I was supposed to get one. They said, you don't qualify. Oh. I think they I think, think no, I have a bad attitude. <laughs> if, you, if they've got your address, you qualify. <laughs> this is for everybody, I think. So anyway, we'll see I if we swear. get it. And yeah. if we don't, it, to me, it's just free money, you know. So Yeah. What else go you got? On, go on. Go on, boy. Well, the uh, realignment of the House of Representatives is going on after the census. The appropriate uh, numbers based on the 2020 census continue to decline long shift of political power out of the Northeast and the Midwest. So as predicted, California, the nation's largest state, also saw its population grow slow enough that it lost a House seat for the first time. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Well, you said everybody's moving. They're all no, they moving. are. People are moving out of yeah. Texas, New York. I mean, I'm sorry. Not, no, they're moving out of California yeah. and New York. Yeah. So, yeah. Where yeah. are they going? Texas. Well, they're not. Well, they may be going to Texas because they, they've had, uh, let's see, they've had 36 congressional seats for the past decade. Wow. But they'll elect two additional members of the House next year in midterm elections. So they've gained two. Florida Texas has 38 seats in the House? Yes, I never knew that. That is crazy. Tennessee has what, uh, uh, 11 yeah, or 9 or something like that? Yeah. Florida's wow. delegation will add a 28 seat, too. So they're gaining one. Yeah. Uh, so both gain one seat fewer than expected. North Carolina, Colorado, Oregon, and Montana will each gain an extra seat. How okay. about that? I didn't. I, I wouldn't think that Oregon would. Or Mon well, now, Montana's a beautiful place. You can't knock that so, well, you know, yeah, did you, uh, I was curious when I saw this about who decides, because if you're, let's say you're in California and you're in the House of Representatives and y'all are, somebody's going to go bye-bye, yeah. who, who decides who it is? And I was curious about that. It's the states that now get to decide what the realignment will be in their state for their congressional districts. So right. 
you know, if you're in the House of Representatives, you need to talk to the governor and say, you know, hey. Hey, I I, I, I remember, you know, when I lived in Hardin Valley, they added a, a, well, it was a state seat. It was District 28. Right. And uh, it hadn't been there before. Well, New York will shed one of its 27 districts in next year's election. Yay! (laughs) Illinois, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia also dropping one seat. Uh, well, people leaving Chicago, people leaving yeah. Michigan, people yeah. leaving uh, California, New York. None of that surprises me, does it you? No, nope, they're coming south. So and, and what I read was with all this going on, most of these seats going to Republican uh, states, that the Republicans will easily take back over the House when this happens. I think so. If they, elect their, if they elect their own people. <laughs> well, yeah, you never know. But if, well, no, number one, if they'll get out and vote. Yeah, happy, that's true. Happy <laughs> doggone people don't even bother to vote, or not half, 80% don't bother to vote. Well, that's, a, you know, that may be the biggest news I've heard in months. Yeah, could be. It'll yeah. sure change. That's almost like a Supreme Court change, isn't it? It really, really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, and I know we could do a whole. We need to do a whole show on that Supreme Court thing. On okay. other news, can I throw something in here? Please do. Here we are, midweek, and uh, the Smokies are opening up their season on May fourth. They are kicking it off. They're going to have a homestand of six games. I know Ed likes to go to the Smokies. I'm talking about the Tennessee Smokies baseball team up in Kodak. Yeah. Used yeah. to be the Knoxville Smokies till. Victor Ash ran him off, and uh, <laughs> so, but it's going to be a lot of fun. You going to go up to some of the games? I am. I've, I've got uh, I've got tickets for all the games, the vouchers. Of course, my children are asking for the tickets too. But uh, I've got a real nice rep up there. She really takes care of me too. Uh, Emily White. Hello, Emily. Hey, a shout out to Emily White. White. Yeah. Well, you she know the Smokies. Uh, they do such a good job. It's really a quality organization. Uh, Chris Allen and all his staff there, Tim Volk. I mean, it's just great people. So it's a great place to go. What do they call it? A uh, nine-inning oh, vacation. Vacation. That's right. <laughs> all right. You got to. Traffic. What? Go ahead. The traffic going in. You know, oh, my you, gosh. You, you have to do that split with Pigeon Forge and everything. But it's okay. It works out. All right, you got my question? You ready? I, yeah, lay it on me. Ed's got a question of the day. Now, uh, I'm going to do a little background on this. Okay. I, re- I remember when you would get your weather forecast from the Knoxville Journal. Mm-hmm. It was on the front page every morning. Mm-hmm. And that's where you got your weather forecast. Yeah. It's because, you know, on TV, it only showed it once an hour. And so if you wasn't tuned in when Mary Card or whoever was doing it, you didn't get it. So, and now it's changed a lot too. So, you know, and, and us being in the radio business for many years, you, you know how important weather is. Right. So, Bob, where do most people get their weather forecasts these days? You know, they get yours. Phone. I, I have, uh, act, well, it's, it's very odd that you should ask that. My wife does weather.com. Uh, and I do AccuWeather, and I tell her mine is more accurate than hers, and she disagrees with me completely. But that's where I go. And um, but you know that it it has changed. Isn't that amazing? Because when we were in radio, 
I mean, even people would, uh, well, you remember downtown Knoxville, there was a place that had the temperature and the time yeah, up on right. the thing. And you would look to see what time it was or what the temperature was because you didn't know. Well, there was a phone number you could call. Oh, that's gave right. You, and it gave you the time and temperature brought to you by KUB. KUB. Remember that? Oh, God, yes. That was a long time ago. Well, it was. So I, I use AccuWeather. My wife does weather.com. What about your family? Are you are you having dueling weather channels? Well, I don't do the TV weather because the you know they, they talk about everything. They give you the temperatures. You know, they show you the map. And all these little towns around East Tennessee and southeastern Kentucky, and they have the temperature of the. Well, you don't have to read them. We can read it. We see them. Yeah. No, you got a point at it, Ed. You go, over here in uh, Wartburg, it's 32. Yeah, it drives me crazy (laughs) because, I mean, everybody can look at it. So, anyway, I'm getting old, aren't I? I joined a club. (laughs) No, I get get mine from uh, uh, Alexa. Oh, do you really oh, use Axe Alexa? Yeah. Okay, well, no, no she te- she good. tells me every morning. She'll say, "Good morning, Ed. Here's today's weather." Really? I mean, yeah, you can you can program it. Set You're it on up, a first so. name basis with Alexa. Well, I don't have. She that. used to. Yeah, you don't. You could. <laughs> <laughs> You're Mr. IT. I don't want to do that. All right, I got a question for you, Ed. Okay, and, I, and I got this from one of my grandkids, and they asked me, and I was like, uh. So is there any living thing that can survive on land or water? I mean, can they just go in the water and live for days? Or can they just go up on land and live for days, and, and, but be able to do both? And, and most people will tell you it's amphibians. And right. um, the main ones I found were crocodiles, frogs, uh, frogs uh, tortoises, Salamanders. You remember salamanders? Oh yeah, I used to catch them. Put them yeah, in the yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Toads, and I didn't know about this hippopotamus. <laughs> no, I never I'm knew a hippopotamus could uh, live I'm in the gonna, water. I'm not going to catch one of those. Nope, 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 nope. nope. And then a, a crabs can live on land or water, either one. And then there's a fish or something called the mud skipper. What the heck is that? Oh, I've seen it. It has legs. It has to have legs. It's coming up on the water. I mean, on the yeah, land. It does. It, it actually, it has legs. It's kind of funny. Mud right? skipper. So those, skipper. Mud so, skipper. so now I have the answer for my grandkids when they ask me that the next time, instead of me going, uh, let me ask Ed. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. All right. Before you uh, give us your sponsor of the day, Ed, what's coming up? What's our topic today? Uh, we're going to talk about serial killers. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, not Ooh. not the breakfast cereals, but cereal. Am I, <laughs> yeah. saying, that, am I saying that correctly? Is no, you're saying it correctly, man. Okay. Yeah, you're did, good. Did they it. all get caught? Some of them are on TV all the time, and some of them are good looking. Some of them are mean looking. But you know, you, you, it's hard to imagine what they did. We'll tell you about. Oh my God, I, I'm looking forward to this. Okay. What you got? Well, our sponsor today is True Green, and True Green is uh, someone who gets your lawn looking good. This is the time of year when you want it to look good, and if you sign up today or this week, you can get 50% off your your cost on your first deal. So the True True Green Lawn Plan gets you results that you can see. A lot of times when you get working on the lawn, like I do, you can't see your results. You say, did you put that stuff down right? I don't know, I don't know. But these guys, they take care of a lot of golf courses, and they're pretty good. And uh, I, I uh, use them, and 
I think they're really good. So if you want to get into some good grass this year and make it look good, then call the folks at True Green. And they, they'll come out and they'll give you an estimate and you can take a look at it. So get a quote from True Green. They are a five-star approved. I like them. I like it. Thank you, Ed. All right. Who are the most infamous serial killers? Did they get caught? Are they... Are there some still out there? Uh, you'll be surprised. And I, I've always been, well, I guess everybody is kind of, um, I don't know, infatuated with this stuff because you, every once in a while they catch somebody, uh, there's 84 bodies buried in his backyard or, you know, something crazy. And I, um, are, are they, let's go down the list here, Ed. You want to start? Oh, wait a minute. I, I muted Ed accidentally. Muted I'm so sorry. Ed. Yeah, you're back. You're back. All right. So um, it, let's so let you start. Killer, a serial killer, they say, is someone who murders at least two people That's in it? separate events, right? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That, that occur at different times. Now, I, don't, I didn't realize that. I thought a serial killer would... Somebody had to get up in the teens or something like that before they really got counted, you know? Right, right. But uh, the... Uh, they're often the serial killers are seized by the media and the mm -hmm. public consciousness, especially in cases where there are many victims or the murders are carried out in gruesome fashion. So, you know, like the first one I have here is Jack the Ripper. That is uh, like the most notorious one I'd ever heard of, maybe, don't yeah. you think? Or maybe the first one that yeah, really got, yeah. you know, came to our mind. Have you ever, have you been to London, Ed? Yes, I have. Did you ever do one of the Jack the Ripper tours? No, but I did a. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did. I tell you what, we did a lot of tours in London, and the best one we did was the Jack the Ripper tour. Uh, there's like ten of them, but we picked out one that everybody had recommended, and it's in the worst part of town of London, mm -hmm. at the Whitechapel mm -hmm. district. <clears throat> this happened in the uh, 1880, 1888. Um, he murdered five women, all prostitutes. So it doesn't sound like a serial killer, but it was one of the most infamous ones, infamous ones because they never caught the guy. And when, as you walk, we walked the streets of where every single one of them was found. Mm -hmm. And, and they, were, they were dark alleys, even today. So it's an, if you ever go to London, try to do one of the Jack the Ripper tours. It is really interesting. And, you know, this guy, they never caught. They, they, he mutilated their corpse. Um, they said maybe he was a surgeon or a butcher, somebody with a scalpel. Well, I think I got a scalpel here somewhere. But, yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, it, I just remember that very well, the Jack the Ripper thing. And it was, it seems like it's, it, that's the one you read about in books more than anything. And there's, a, yeah, there's a lot of TV shows about Jack the Ripper, too. Right. And, uh, and they never caught so, him. Uh, no. And there was a, I think Netflix had a serial uh, this past season that had something to do with Whitechapel. The cop was at Whitechapel. And You're right. Called, it's called, it was called The Ripper. They didn't say Jack the Ripper, but it was the Ripper thing. All right. And give another, me another one. Okay. Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, my God. He's, he started killing in 1978 when he was 18 years old. Mm, he wasn't mm, arrested mm. for murder until 1991, after a would-be victim escaped and led police back to his Milwaukee, Wisconsin home. You remember that? I remember it really well. 
Yeah, I do. And they went into his building. house there, and they found mm -hmm. body parts like in barrels and stuff, and yeah. uh, the acid in it, yeah. and his apartment stunk. He had a vat of acid he used to dispose of victims. That's crazy. He killed all in all 17 people, mostly young men of color, because mm -hmm. he, he was able to lure them to his house mm -hmm. with money. He served time in prison twice, the first time for molestation, the second time for murder, and was killed by a fellow inmate in 1994. Yeah, they, they should have killed him before they ever put him in there. My yeah. Folk. Another one that's kind of crazy, this goes back to London, Ed. Harold Shipman, they called him Dr. Death. And listen to this. They think he killed 218 patients. Wow. Maybe 250. Would you go to a doctor where they say, well, you know, most of his, pati <laughs> most of his patients die, Ed, but I would go on down there and, uh, you know, get your toenail looked at with a hangnail and uh, see if he'll be all right. I mean, mm -hmm. really? Um, he was convicted in 2000 and committed suicide in prison in 2004. Wow. I, you know, I, what else you got? Mostly elderly women, I'm sure. Yeah. John Wayne Gacy. Clown. Oh, I remember that too. Oh, what an ugly guy! You know, you know how I hate clowns anyway. Right. Pictures of this guy just drive me crazy. He was no <laughs> clown. Gacy. He came under suspicion in 1978 when a 15-year-old boy last seen with him went missing. Mm. But he would go around and do birthday parties, so folks be careful what you. Oh, do that, is that is creepy. That is creepy. Oh, my God. Anyway, but the police came to his house and searched and everything for a long time. And uh, you know where he buried his bodies? Where? In a four-foot crawl space under his home. There oh were my God. 30. 30. Oh, my wow. God. How do you dig in a four-foot crawl space and then put a body in there? I don't know. That's nuts. Oh, God. He was executed by lethal injection in 1994. Thank God. All right, I got another one for you, Ed. Um, you know, Chicago's had its share of killers, of course. Um, but H.H. H. Holmes. Now, this is not somebody I really re recall at all because it was in the 1800s. It was just for the 1893 World's Fair. Holmes moved to Chicago, and he started outfitting a three-story hotel with uh, crazy stuff, uh, <laughs> secret passages, trap doors, hallways, shoots uh, into the basement, soundproofed padding, torture devices. It's kind of like an old house I had. It, <laughs> California. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no California. Right? He burned the bodies of the people he killed in the building's furnace. Wow. Uh, he sold skeletons to medical schools. What if, yeah. I mean, how could you walk into a medical school and say, hey, I got this, uh, you know, this skeleton for you. I'd be glad to give wow. to you. You don't ask questions? No, really. I mean. Well, this, is, this was a long time ago. You know, you could probably dig up a grave and sell it to him back well, then. He did about um, 30 murders or so, and uh, he was hanged in 1896. Boy, tell me another one, Ed. All right, this is my buddy right here, Ted You're, Bundy. Oh, oh boy. boy, you gotta I've love old Ted this. Bundy. Yeah, I've read about this guy. He had that beautiful smiling face. The women loved him, and mm -hmm. he would just—he was notorious. He was a terrible murderer. Yeah. But he loved the attention his murders his murders gave him, and and, and he's more than happy to give him attention. The Western U.S. was his hunting ground, with an unknown number of murders piling up, mostly college-age women from Washington to Oregon, all the way to yeah. Utah and Colorado. 
Yeah. He was once arrested in Colorado, convicted of kidnapping, but he escaped custody. He moved to Florida, where he killed multiple times more. Bundy's final arrest and his aftermath captured the attention of the nation as the accused murderer acted as his own lawyer. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. That always works. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're a serial killer. Oh, yeah. Now, I, you're telling me I did what? <laughs> yeah. I You're making me mad. I may. Anyway. All right. So he was. Uh, what happened to him? He was executed in the electric chair in 1989. Thank God. You know, uh, the thing about Ted Bundy is they really have no idea how many people he really killed. No. It's, I mean, there's no idea. And I got to throw this one in here, Ed, because this is creepy. And you're not, when I say this name, you're going to go, what? I never heard of that. Pedro Lopez. Oh, no, I've never heard of that. Pedro Lopez is linked to more than 300 murders in Colombia and Ecuador and Peru. He killed mostly tribal women. He was arrested in 1980 when they found the graves of more than 50 of his wow. preteen victims. These, these were kids. Ooh. He was later convicted of murdering 110 girls in Ecuador. He confessed to 240 more in Colombia and Peru. You're going to love this, Ed. He's called the Monster of Andes, but he did not spend but less than 20 years in prison. He was released in 1998 for good behavior, and guess what? What? His he whereabouts, oh, his whereabouts are not known. Oh, my God. How do you wow. not keep up with that guy? He kills 300 well, people and you don't know where he's at? That's true. Anyway. Mm -mm. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, that's, that's our... Uh, well, that was good. It's crazy. Well, that was fun. Oh, God. A little crazy. Uh, all right. Coming up uh, to Ed, tell everybody what's coming up. Then I got a sponsor. Well, we got the mailbox and also we have complaints. I didn't, can't imagine having a complaint box. What? From you? No, tell us your sponsor. All right, I got, I'm, I'm going to tell you about the Tennessee Smokies. Okay. Listen, let me tell you what. If you've got a group, they got so many great areas up there, picnic areas. Uh, they got first base side. They've got the left field side. I mean, it's just it's a wonderful place to go. The left field party deck is where you can go. The Pioneer Porch. They've got luxury suites. Uh, the cherry wine patio, it's just a great place to go, especially if you want to take the staff or, or get a group of people together, whatever your group may be. It's a fun place to go, and you can contact them and take your group. It, I, I swear, if you're having a birthday party for a kid, there is no better place than, to go than there. They, they treat your child so right. Here's the number to call, 865 286 2300 book your uh, group there into the tennessee smokies up there in kodak beautiful place. join me a lot, and of, Ed. a lot of great food and fun do you remember bill meyer stadium oh my god yes i remember sitting in the press box which was on top of the roof one time that was scary getting up there wasn't it and it, this was in my younger day okay mm -hmm. when i would get rowdy yeah and me and somebody else was screaming at this this pitcher on another team 
And he looked up there and I thought, man, his, he's going to kill me. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> he was so mad. But, you know, you could you, that small ballpark, you could you could scream and they could hear it everywhere. I love Bill Maher Stadium. Oh. And I have no idea. And that you mentioned that I have no idea who Bill Maher was. I don't either. But it was a fun place to go. Mm -hmm. And once uh, the city administration ran the uh, Smokies off, um, that ballpark was torn down with, within six months. I mean, it's like, yeah. how fast can we tear this thing down? Yeah. I'm trying to see who well, Bill Meyer was. I have no idea who he was. Well, he was probably something to do with kids or something like that. I fear, mate. You think he was a Knoxville person or? Yeah. All right. All anyway. right. I'm going to get in the mailbox here. Get in there, sir. Tear it up. All right. Here we go. All right. Oh, we got a package. Lisa from Seattle says, are there lots of cities with space needles, Bob? Hmm. You know, I looked this up. And uh, have you ever been to the Seattle uh, Space Needle? No, I haven't. It's uh, really it's incredible. Cool. I mean, oh, my God, the pictures are incredible. It's an icon there, obviously, in um, Seattle. I mean, if you go to Seattle, you're going to think Space Needle, I would think. Yeah. But there is are that, other is towns. That is that a restaurant on top? You know, I think they've had several things. They've had radio stations up there. Uh-huh. 600 feet, 605 feet high, built in 1961, the uh, Space Needle there in uh, Seattle, but there are other towns that have some, Ed. For example, in well, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, 627 feet high. The Tower of the Americas is in San Antonio. Um, I've been to Niagara Falls. You ever been there? No. There's one there that is 775 feet tall. Wow. Built in 65. Uh, Germany, uh, Cologne, Germany has one. Also, the Johannesburg, South Africa, Munich, Germany. There's a, there's a big one in Las Vegas, too. Oh, my gosh. I've been to the top of that one. They have a roller coaster on top of it. Ah! Have you done the roller coaster? No, the stratosphere. I'd have a stroke. <laughs> if I, I, I'm telling you, that thing is so high. high. It's huge. Wow. And then, um, have you, obviously, you and I have to talk about which one. The Gatlinburg Space Needle. You're doggone right, buddy. I've been up to it many, many times. Yeah. Now, they have, uh, I've been at the bottom a lot, but not so much at the top. And That's it's pretty high. You can really yeah, see really high. well. Yeah. It's great it's, um, up there. Let's see just how high is it. It's, uh, I've got it here, 407 feet. That's nothing to sniff at. Tower. Yeah. No. It has an outdoor observation level that provides a 360-degree view of the Great Smoky Mountains and the city of Gatlinburg. Mm -hmm. It was built in 1969. Really? It's the second tallest tower. Yeah, it's the second tallest tower in the state of Tennessee. Now it's the fifth tallest in the state after several non-guide TV and radio towers. So if yeah, you got guy really wires, yeah, yeah. Well, if they got guy wires, they don't count. But yeah, that's right. That is really, you know, and, and if you've never been to the one in Space Needle, um, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sorry, at, at Gatlinburg, you ought to go. Pretty cool. You can see a lot of things from way up there. You're really way up yeah. there. So a lot of fun. Been there many times. But yes, there you go. That's your answer. 
Yes, uh, Lisa, and we appreciate you uh, tuning in. The Ed and Bob Show from Seattle. What else you got, Ed? Melissa from London. Oh, that's London, UK. Ooh. United Kingdom. Not, yeah. uh, not no, the not. London we know. In no, no, London, no. Corbin, Kentucky. The weather up there is 63, <laughs> you can see. Go 63 ahead. degrees today. Yeah. All right. Her question is this. Why do people kiss Ireland's Blarney Stone? I've never been You've there. You've been there? I've never been there. Well, I've, I've been there, but I didn't go. I didn't care about seeing the Blarney Stone myself. I was above that. So you haven't been to the Blarney Stone. I thought you no, had. I've, I've been to Ireland. I have not seen the Blarney Stone. We were actually on the, the same time that we could have gone there. We did something else. So, well, it's uh, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a tradition. It's been around for a long, long time. I mean, literally hundreds yeah. and hundreds of years. Supposedly, if you kiss the Blarney Stone, you can be a radio announcer like Ed. <laughs> It gives you the gift of eloquence and persuasiveness. Get in here, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a 4x4 four four that's only, I'm telling you, the iconic stone set is set in a wall in Blarney Castle that was constructed in 1446 by Dermot McCarthy, the King of Munster, which I have no idea what that is other than cheese. That was the Munster's uh, TV show. Is that what it was? Yeah. I knew it was something like that. You know, I, um, Ed, you, know, you have to lean people, backwards to kiss it. That's what I heard. It's like you, yeah. you, you hold on to some... Well, I'm not going to some, kiss anything that everybody else has kissed. They can kiss my what? You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, now, the, the word Blarney, you know what that means? Uh, it's not very good, I don't think. It, it means, means skillful flattery or nonsense. Oh, so, well, um, I think that stone is nonsense because it, I I heard from people who went there, they yeah. said that the stone is not even from um, Scotland. Oh, really? No, I mean it's not. It's not from. It's no, it's not. It's it's actually from the south of Ireland. That's pretty funny. See? It makes it even funnier. It's almost yeah. like I, you know what I think, Ed. I think the Blarney Stone is strictly a tourist attraction. Yep, you're right. I think, I think it's all it is. And you want? To, I'm going to top it off here, ladies and gentlemen. If, if you are planning go to go to uh, Ireland and kiss the Blarney Stone, I know for a fact <laughs> that there are locals that sit there and watch people kiss the Blarney Stone and Stone, and they'll drink their Guinness and watch you and laugh, and they think it's great, and then watch you walk away. And you know why they do that, Ed? Why? You know, don't you? They say late at night, the locals go over there and take a whiz on the Blarney Stone. <laughs> so I won't be kissing it anytime no. soon, Ed. So, no, I wouldn't be kissing uh, it. Uh, I can't uh, believe anybody. I wouldn't go walk up there and stand in line to do it. Oh, they uh, stand in line to do it? Oh, my. Well, I guess they do. You know, like a bus pulls up and there's 50 people on the bus. And, well, we're going to no, kiss it. Oh, God. No. It's yeah. Blarney, boy. It's Blarney. What did I say? Barney Stone? Uh, Blarney. Blarney. You old, old Blarney. All right. Let's uh, let's see here. Move us along here. What else we got going All right, on? We got some complaints coming up here and talk about some future show topics. So this is the Ed and Bob Show. It is. Uh, and, and oddly enough, while I'm on here, I, I've got to turn the lights on in my office because <laughs> I can't see. So hang on a second. Alexa, <laughs> office light on, please. And I now can see. 
Okay. Isn't that great? See, Alexa yeah, I, and I are kind of tied, Ed. Yeah, I do plugs. I see Alexa, plug one. Uh oh, she's trying to talk to me. Shut, shut up. Alexa, stop. Quit talking to me. Go ahead. What did you say? Okay. I do the plugs. I say plug one, plug two, plug three, plug four. I just have to remember where they go. Okay. You're with me. Right. Go ahead. Here's some, all right. Here's some, uh, we're going to talk about some future show topics too. But you've got a complaint. Uh, I want your complaint. I'm, I'm ready for your you complaint. I love Ed Brantley complaining. All right. Well, my complaint's pretty simple, especially with this mask thing right now. I, I, okay. My complaint is this. I want every retail business, food establishment, barbershop, whatever, put on your door in big letters, mask required or not required, so that when you get out of the car, you can see whether you have to have a mask or not. And then that way you don't have to go up there, jerk on the door. No, you can't come in here and turn around and go back and get, get back in the car and try to get a mask. I went to a pizza place, one of those carry out, cook your own pizzas. Right. And, I, and I was embarrassed, Bob. I opened the door and the, the girl, the cash register, and the girl back there making pizzas and customers in there. And these girls, both of them hollered at the same time. You can't come in here. Hey, get your mask on there, Bradley. You can kiss my... <laughs> oh, boy. oh my god that embarrassing oh well listen i i'm i'm with you i mean let's let's get this straight i, I still think we need to say the sell the ed and bob um i've had two shots i'm vaccinated t-shirts and, and and so people see us come and they go hey you can't oh okay you're good come on in yeah, or maybe a red dot on your head or something like that. You know? No, maybe a red dot no, on my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a complaint for you, Ed. Here it comes. Get ready. All right. Okay. I'm sick and tired of the IRS. And I know you talked about earlier in the show, the IRS, so you know, got to get it filed by May 17th. I, I, I still think, literally, I mean, the tax law is like, if you put it on its side, it's six feet tall. Ed, we need a fair tax system, and I, the only one I can imagine, the only one I can imagine, is a consumption tax. If you have money, oh, you're going to totally buy agree. stuff. Yeah. And, and if you buy stuff, pay taxes on it. I don't yeah. care. You know, and listen, I hope all drug dealers get caught, but a drug dealer spending his millions of dollars will be taxed, and he will pay taxes because the way it is right now your drug dealers and all these illegal enterprises are not paying taxes. So exactly. a consumption tax, when they buy crap, you pay taxes. It's not that difficult. So there's my well, complaint. You know, and, it, and it's not, a consumption tax is really fair because if you're, if you're poor and you're not buying a lot of stuff, you don't have to pay much of a tax. That's but bingo. If you've got, yeah, it just makes it right. Well, and also what I would do with that, let's say that you, you have... X amount of income, you are poor. You're you don't you're not you're having a tough time. You should then get a check from the government because they'll have more money on a consumption tax ed. Oh, but if if you're struggling and you've got kids and this that and the other and you're making twenty thirty thousand dollars a year, you should get a check from the government to help out until you can get where you need to get. And people that are making millions of dollars are going to pay a bunch of da daggone consumption taxes. So, Bob, you're starting to sound like a Democrat. Hey, what? Watch no, out. no, that's not Democratic. <laughs> I'm just telling you. All right, Ed, tell everybody how they can listen to this show of Democrats. 
Well, the Ed and Bob show is available at edandbob.com. You can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob and be sure to subscribe. On Alexa, when you're not turning on your lights in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll ask you, what do you want to hear? And say this, Ed and Bob show. Buddy, it's that easy. All right. In the, uh, how do you feel? Comment edandbob.com. We got a comment section. You want to email us? Email us at edandbob at yahoo.com. We're a couple of yahoos. Yahoo, that should be easy Yahoo. to remember. Yeah. And uh, Twitter, we're there at, at Ed and Bob Knox, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox. And we're on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. All right, Ed, we probably screwed stuff up. You got a correction? No. But I see you've got some good personal shout-outs. I do, but before we get there, i got something else for you. Bill okay. Meyer. I know oh, who Bill Meyer is. Up. Bill yeah. Meyer was born in 1893. Good grief. He was born in Knoxville, Tennessee. Of course. He um, was a major league baseball player. He spent. Um, he was a catcher, spent most of his 19-year career career playing in the minors, but he uh, did at one time play in the major league. He um, was, uh, you know, he was a, a baseball player that was, everybody in Knoxville was proud of, uh, and Holick's successful minor league manager as well in the New York Yankees organization, well, winning they, four playoff championships in the minors. You know, we never had the Yankees as one of our Local no. teams, they do no. have in Chattanooga, I think. Yeah. Well, I wonder if I wonder if his mother paid for that stadium, like the lady whose son got killed in World no, War. No, I I really don't think he didn't do that. He, he came he back and him. lived in Knoxville, and uh, he died in Knoxville of a oh, kidney okay. a kidney and heart failure. He's only sixty four. Whoa. Ooh. Oh yeah. Okay. That's not good. That's not but good. Uh, he did a lot in sixty four years. Let's see, Ed, how many years have you and I been around? Uh, what have we done? Uh, okay. Like anyway. All right, I got a personal shout-out for you. Chuck Ward, okay. my buddy Chucky Ward down there, he owns the Cotton-Eyed Joe, and he, he's a, a really a great friend to Ed and I, and we appreciate all his support. And uh, he has the Cotton-Eyed Joe. Get on by there and see him. And the business shout-out I got for you, Ed, is Krispy yeah. Kreme. I bet you know Ooh. why I've got Krispy Kreme on the list. Why? Because Mother's if you... Day. No, 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 but, good, but a good idea. If you have had both your uh, shots yeah. for your vaccine for the coronavirus, mm -hmm. every day you walk into Krispy Kreme, you flash your little card, you know what they're going to give you? <gasps> what? One of those glazed donuts, buddy. Ooh, How about that? Deal. Yeah, every, every day, not just once. Mm -hmm. You walk in there every single day. As long as you, they do this thing, and you show them, and they will give you a Krispy Kreme donut. Get it hot. I like it. Anything else you got from, for us, Mr. Brantley? Well, our next show is What Do the Mormons Believe? Ooh, are that's Mormons, always confused me. Yeah, are they the same as Latter-day Saints? Ooh, great question. Yeah, it is. So we'll find out. Because Bob, right. Bob has in the research department has been oh, very involved in this. Oh yeah, I'm Mr. Research. All right, Mr. Brantley, I'm out of here, buddy. It's good to see you. I look forward to the next show, and um, 
We will see you soon, Mr. D. Martin. Get us out of here. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I heard her and she heard back. Like the sailor said, folk, ain't that a hole in the boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just a big Just like the fella said, tell me quick.